G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, let's turn our attention to Christian schools in Australia and we have been hearing frequently how Christian schools are at this time in our history under real threat. The Australian Law Reform Commission has been putting together a report. Uh, They've delayed that report now until later in the year. But let's get some insights from one of those senators who is passionate about protecting Christian schooling. Senator Ralph Babette, who's with the United Australia Party, is back with us. Senator, welcome back to 2020. G'day, sir, and thank you for having me on your show today. Uh, Ralph, this report has been delayed uh, to the end of the year. Is this good news or bad news? This is great news. Now, a bit of background for your listeners before I get stuck in. Now, I obviously raised this issue in the Senate some time ago. Now, the, the future of Christian schools as we know it is at risk right now. It's at risk. Well, not just Christian schools, but this will affect all religious schools as well. But obviously, we're coming at it from a Christian perspective today. Now, the Australian government asked the Law Reform Commission to consider to consider what changes should be made to federal anti-discrimination laws to ensure, to the extent practicable, that these laws reflect the government's commitment in a manner that is consistent with Australia's international human rights obligations. So I'll break that down. So the ALRC, they released a consultation paper in late January this year. Now, this consultation, it was a bit of a disappointment, to be honest. Now, it effectively recommends that the government remove the protections that are currently being enjoyed by religious educational institutions today. Now, those, uh, those protections, they were designed to safeguard the ability of these organisations to operate in accordance with their religious beliefs. Now, let me break down what that means. So the government basically wants to change Section 38 of the Discrimination Act Right, which uh, which uh, protects religious institutions. Now, the three core things that they want to change are this: they want to remove the ability of Christian schools, as an example, to hire teachers who practice the Christian faith, as an example. So, you as a school, you should be able to hire teachers who are Christian. I mean, that's pretty basic, right? I mean, that's what you would expect in a Christian school: Christian teachers. The second thing that they might want to do is uh, they would like to restrict a Christian school's ability to teach, to teach Christian ethical beliefs, such as the fact that there are only two genders, just as an example. The third one is they want to uh, restrict the Christian school's ability to have policies on the school ground that reflect Christian teachings. As an example, you're a boy, you wear a boy's uniform, you're a girl, you wear a girl's one. As another example, um, we're not going to have uh, you know, gay pride marches on our, on our oval, as Martin Niles pointed out not too long ago. That's just one example. So where 
staring down the barrel right now of Christian schools quite literally be, being stripped of what makes them a Christian school in the first place. Now, this won't stop here. This will affect Hindu, Muslim, etc., and all other religious schools in the country. This potential change in legislation, which I feel is coming, is very, very dangerous to religious educational institutions. Senator, let me ask you about your thoughts on the purpose of Christian school. Some think that it's just a school that's there to educate, and sometimes we talk about reading, writing, and arithmetic, but schools are a whole lot deeper than that, and Christian schools have a significant dimension that the secular school does not have. What are your thoughts about the purpose of Christian schools? Well, of course, the, and I'm, I'm just going to be stating the obvious here. The purpose of a Christian school is to provide your child with a religious education. That's what it is. Now, one third of parents at the moment already send their children to Christian or independent schools because, like I said, they want their children to receive uh, a religious education. Now, the government, essentially, as far as I can tell, based on their actions, they want to effectively destroy religious schools and they want to turn them into hypocrisy factories where people will say one thing but do something else entirely. That's what they want. Now, a Christian school's ethos is not the sprinkles on top of a secular education. Their beliefs are their heartbeat. It's the very reason why these schools exist. Now, I'll give you an example just uh, off the cuff here. Now, imagine the Labor Party having to hire staff who openly oppose Labor's policy platform. Imagine the Liberal Party having to hire the leader of the Greens, Adam Bant, for, an, for example, who in my view is an outright socialist and borderline communist. Imagine the Greens, on the other hand, being forced to hire someone like me, who is a staunch patriot, someone who wants to protect the innocence of children, a conservative and a Catholic. I would not fit in with the Greens because my values are, are the antithesis of their values. We would not tolerate this kind of compulsion in political parties. So why should we tolerate it in our nation's religious schools? If you have a religious school, whatever religion that is, you want your kids to be educated in that religion. A Christian school needs to be able to, to, um, to, to, to teach Christian values. And that's that. Senator, you're on the record saying that Christian schools in Australia are in dire trouble. I wonder how you describe what that dire trouble looks like. If the Australian Law Reform Commission and their report at the end of the year comes out with all sorts of things that will really dismantle the way that Christian schools function, what does that look like for Christian schooling beyond that report? Well, look, if this, if what, if what I believe uh, is the plan uh, comes to fruition, which is like you mentioned, the dismantling of Christian schools, and Christian schools will no longer exist, it, they will make it very, very difficult for you to create to to teach Christian ideals um, at at school. Now, I suspect that the point of this, the end game of this, is the government um, is looking to. To, to become uh, the be-all and end-all uh, in, in your child's education. They don't want your child to, to, to be taught that there is a higher power outside of government. 
what they what they really want. What they really want is your child to, to be taught eventually that the state is the be all and end all. The state is God. That is what we're heading to here. The dismantling of Christian schools is just you know one nail in in that in that coffin, and we as people of faith or just people in general must protect must protect the the rights of religious schools and religious institutions. Now, it's your right as a parent whether you wish to send your child to a religious school or not. That is your decision. But we must never take away the rights and the privileges of these religious institutions. But at the same time, it is your right not to send your child there. That makes much sense. If this dismantling happens, uh, you say it'll inevitably lead to closures what about the consequences of closures of Christian schools? Uh, the students being absorbed into basically what you'd call a public sector schooling system. Uh, is there anything that you think uh, government needs to be held accountable for, for the cost that that would incur? Well, absolutely. Absolutely the government's responsible. But at the end of the day, who are they beholden to? Who are they responsible to? They're responsible to your listeners sitting at home right now. They're responsible to the voting public. And the way that you make them responsible for their actions is at the ballot box. I think we're in a position right now where many Australians, in my opinion, have adopted a she'll be right type of attitude, type of uh, mentality, where people aren't as actively involved as what they should be in the political process. Now, I've said this before, now if we want change, if we want real, measurable, actionable change, we're going to have to get off our butts. We're going to have to call out our, 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 our elected member. We're going to have to go to you know, local party meetings. We're going to have to be more active in this process because if we don't, they'll keep steamrolling us They'll keep doing whatever they want to do because at the moment there is no consequence for their actions because we keep electing the same people back in time and time again. And I know a lot of us there might think, oh, maybe the Liberal Party is going to save us or the Labor Party is going to save us. They're not going to save us. The only people that can save you, that can save your faith, is yourself. You have to get active. You have to get involved. And I'm talking to the people at home that may be sitting on the couch right now listening to this broadcast. It's up to you. Well, Senator Ralph Babette is with the United Australia Party. Uh, Senator, uh, one more quick question. Uh, so far as the delay now in the Law Reform Commission report, uh, what sort of actions are you planning? Uh, what sort of actions do you suggest uh, listeners to our conversation today Ooh. plan insofar as what can be done to head off this disaster at the pass? Well, Good that you brought that up. So the final report was due to be delivered on the 21st of April, but they obviously requested an extension to this reporting deadline to the end of this year, so the 31st of December 2023. Now, my hopeful view is that this delay is due to an overwhelming response, an overwhelming response by concerned parents, teachers, people in the community putting their submissions in. That's what my hopeful view is. But what you can do if you're sitting at home right now, if you're listening to this broadcast, you need to contact your elected member of parliament in your area, your senator, whoever it is, and you tell them your views. Because even though they've made a submission uh, as, as part of their consultation paper that they'd like to see religious institutions have their, have their, have their um, safeguards watered down, that has not become law yet. It's just a recommendation. So you, 
if you have the ear of your elected representative and you say to them, hey, they may have recommended X, Y, Z, but I'm not happy with this. As your constituent, as someone who's going to go and vote for you, I want you to push back against this and I don't want you to adopt this uh, recommendation. And if enough people do that, they won't. Because at the end of the day, what politicians care most about is protecting their job, is saving their seat, is making sure that they get voted back in next time. That's what they really care about. And if they feel the pain from the community calling, getting active, emailing, uh, writing letters, there is no way in hell that they will go ahead and they'll pass something like this because they'll be afraid to do so. So you have the power sitting at home right now. Don't think you don't. You have the power. You are strong. You can do this. Courage is contagious. Do not give up. Get active. So not just a run-of-the-mill response. This needs to be an overwhelming response. Uh, There's a challenge from Senator Ralph Babette, it was with the United Australia Party. Senator, thank you so much for updating us on your thoughts on this today on 2020. Thank you, sir. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.